Hey everyone, welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Um, guys, I am guys. I'm gonna be doing another list for you today. Um, so this list, um, so this list, uh, t- uh my list for t- my list for today, uh, I'm gonna be a ranking. Uh, I'm gonna be ranking uh, five of the worst uh, signings by uh, one of the one of the worst five moves by Dave Gutterman after uh, you know um, Kenny Galladay got released. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, look at Dave Gutterman. With all due respect, this guy was the worst general manager in New York Giants history in four seasons as the Giants uh, GM. This guy only won just 29% of games the Giants played in, putting up an abysmal 19 and 46 record. 19 and 46. That is, oh my God. I can't even say it again because I feel like throwing up. Anything Gutterman touched while the Giants turned... Anything this guy touched while running the Giants turned into dust. Either it was a... Either it was atrocious coaching hires, horrendous free agent signings, or brutal missed draft picks. The guy... The Dave Gutterman era was a complete and utter disaster. You know, um... The former GM... Now look at... This guy does deserve some credit for drafting Danny Dimes, a.k.a. Daniel Jones. He does deserve some credit for drafting Dexter Lawrence and Andrew Thomas. But it's no coincidence all three had career seasons uh, uh, the year after Dave Gutterman retired. But that being said, I'm going to be naming, like I said, I'm going to be naming the five worst moves of the Dave Gutterman era. The list includes uh, bringing in Kenny Galladay, who was recently released by the Giants. But first... Before I get in, before I get into Kenny Galladay, I want to name all the all the other rest. So here we go. Number one, uh, this is a this is very simple. Hiring Joe Judge as head coach. Oh my God. Look, here's why this was. Here's why uh, this is number one on my list. Fans were stunned and disappointed when the Giants hired Joe Judge in January of 2020, despite a near NFC East title in 2020 that got the hopes of the fan base up. The Joe Judge era ended exactly like most would have predicted. A year after drafting Daniel Jones number six overall, Dave Gunnerman fired Pat Shermer, an offensive minded coach who, who Daniel Jones was showing serious promise under to hire Joe Judge, a special teams and wide receivers coach. Joe Judge's wide receiving unit in New England in 2019 was one of the worst in the NFL. In no realistic scenario would hiring a special teams coach to de- uh, to de- uh, develop a young quarterback would ever work. This guy, Joe Judge, went nine. He went nine and twenty-three in two seasons as the Giants coach. His fake tough guy act got old quickly in the locker room and in the media. The Giants' inability to hold on to a lead for, you know, hold on to a lead or run a functioning offensive. Uh, running, running, like, to lead, like, the Giants' inability to hold on to a lead or run a 
functioning offense offense were both direct reflections of Joe Judge's inept head coaching abilities. This guy consistently mismanaged the clock and was absurd he was absurdly conservative, which consistently drew the ire of the Giants faithful when this guy ordered his offense to run a quarterback sneak on third down in the 2021 season finale finale against the Washington Commanders. It was the most that was probably the most embarrassing and dumbest plays I've ever witnessed on offense ever in my life. You know, it was the most embarrassing. It like it, it was embarrassing. That like I haven't seen a worst. I have not seen anything more embarrassing ever as a you know as a diehard Giants fan. You know so. That's number one. Number two, um, um, this is going to be a very interesting one, but I got trading up to draft cornerback DeAndre Baker. Um, look, after selecting Daniel Jones and Dexter Lawrence in the first round of the 2019 NFL Draft, Dave Gunnerman traded back into the first round to make a third round uh, to make a third first round selection. Dave Gunnerman selected DeAndre Baker, a highly uh, touted cornerback out of Georgia. This, you know, Gettleman traded away a second rounder, fourth rounder, and fifth rounder to move up to get uh, to get this guy who had significant character concerns. You know, Baker had a horrible rookie season in which in which teammates ripped him for bad work ethic, and he received a 48.4 grade by PFF. In the following offseason, uh, this guy was arrested for an alleged role in a Florida armed robbery. You know. The, you know, the charges against Baker were dropped, but the Giants still released him. You know, DeAndre Baker and Kadarius Tony were uh, two first-round draft choices made by Dave Gunnerman, but neither made it through 20 months with the Giants. That is unfathomably that that is unfathom uh, unfathomably bad. So, yeah, that's number two. Uh, number three. Um, Signing Nate, signing offensive tackle Nate Soldier. Um, look, Dave Gutterman, look, Dave Gutterman loved hog mollies, you know, yet somehow he never put one on the Giants' actual roster. Nate Soldier signed a four year, $62 million contract in 2018, one of the first acts of the Gutterman era. How did that turn out for him? Well, Soldier, he was just 29 years old still pretty young and was regarded as one of the best tackles in football when he signed with Big Blue. If GMs have learned tough lessons, it should be that when the Patriots let someone go, do not sign them as they have nothing left in the tank. Nate Soldier embodied that. He quickly went from an elite tackle to an unplayable tackle. You know, in 2018, this guy allowed seven sacks, tied for ninth most in the NFL. In 2019, Soldier allowed 11 sacks, the third most in the NFL. And in 2021, he allowed six, sack, six sacks, which was tied for 14th most in the NFL. It did not matter what quarterback played about behind Soldier. He was going to let them get it. You know, it, you know, he was one of the biggest busts in team history. Speaking of speaking of busts, let's go to the next one. Um, so number four. Um, this one hurts me, but 
I gotta say his name anyways. Signing wide receiver Golden Tate. Here's why. Look at signing Golden Tate made zero sense. And you know, in the off season of 2019, Dave Gutterman famously pre- uh, preached, aka we did not sign him to trade him, referring to Aldell Beckham Jr. And then the GM promptly traded him to Cleveland just one year into his five-year extension. The Giants had to take an absurd dead cap hit to trade OBJ, and then the the team signed uh, Golden Tate to a three-year contract in an attempt to replace OBJ. That plan failed miserably. You know, it, 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 it failed miserably bad. You know, horribly. You know, Golden Tate was suspended. Suspended. He was suspended for the first four games of the 2019 season for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug pol- drugs policy. Golden Tate claimed it was from the fertility medication he was taking. Golden Tate also had a bizarre interaction with Joe Judge following a loss to Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football. On Monday Night Football um, in 2020, after he yelled into the camera about wanting the ball. The conversation with Joe Judge resulted in Tate missing practice and meetings later that week, likely as a disciplinary action. You know, Golden Tate had just over 1,000. Uh, he don't, you know, he he had just over 1,000 uh, 1,000 yards in two seasons with the Giants and was cut before his third uh, year. You know, they got him, but then he didn't like he didn't want to trade OBJ. You know, then did and. And he signed Golden Tate to appease the fan base, but then eventually cut Tate as well. A decision circle of incom of you know, it was just a decision uh, circle of incompetence. And last but not least, signing Kenny Galladay. Um look, Dave Gunman signed this guy to a four-year $72 million deal in the 2021 offseason. The Galladay market had gone completely stale, and many reports indicated the Giants were the only team seriously interested in this wide receiver. Somehow, Kenny Galladay ended up getting a a big contract, despite there being no market for him. A Gellerman masterclass negotiating against himself. Galladay had a horrible. He had a he had two bad seasons in New York. Catching just 43 passes for 602 yards and one touchdown. Kenny Galladay was always in the news for something during his time at Big Blue. Either it, either it be for not running routes hard enough, lazy work ethic, inability to, uh, to uh, separate from corners, or causing some of stir by complaining to the media. Galladay was a major headache for the entire organization. He was supposed to be the Giants' long-term number one wide receiver, but he fell, he fell off so hard that he ended up playing with the Giants' third stringers in 2022. He was officially released on the 15th of March, which was like uh, three, four weeks ago. And that, guys, those are my five, those are my five worst uh, New York Giants move uh, moves by Dave Gutterman after releasing Kenny Galladay, after they uh, released Kenny Galladay not, not too long ago. And yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed, um, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my list. Um, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys I'm pretty sure every Giants fan enjoyed enjoyed this, you know. Finally, we are we've moved way past the Dave Gunnerman era. You know, we 
You know, so far, we're in a new era. We are in the Joe Shane era. An era that, I, you know, as of right now, I would love to be in the Joe Shane era than the Dave Gutterman era. Because Joe Shane, he actually knows what he's doing. Instead of paying guys and talking and praising, paying and praising, praising guys when you really don't know how good they really are. You know, and look at Kenny Galladay. Don't get me wrong. I thought this was a great time. A guy coming from the uh, Detroit Lions who had nine, who, who had over nine, 95,000 yard receiving, uh, receiving seasons, you know, and then this guy only shows up and he only gets, he only catches for only 600 yards. Justin Jefferson has Justin Jefferson can uh, make he can make bigger things happen than Kenny Galladay. You know, I thought the Giants had the number. One. I thought we had our number one receiver. You know, and this guy just and look, I understand a lot of a lot of you guys are telling me before before the Giants signed him that this guy was dealing with it. He had a long injury history. I understand that, but. You should have known that before you signed that long-term contract. And he did it anyways. And he did nothing for this franchise. But gloat and talk and sit on the bench. But like I said, I hope I wish Kenny Galladay nothing but the best. And I hope he succeeds elsewhere. But it just didn't work out in New York. And guys... That's all I have to say about that. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, Like I said, I'll keep you guys updated for more Giants news and updates. But until then, guys, I am out. Peace.